Welcome to the Tiny for One Health and Wellness Show, where we inspire and encourage you to embrace a life of health and wellness and to learn how to exploit the benefits of a living a healthy lifestyle. Let me ask you a question. What if you knew how to tap into your full potential? What if you could basically have anything you want for your life? Well, today, you may be one step closer. Our next guest wants you to change your story and change your life. She wants you to get in touch with your true self. Dana Hawk owns and operates In Touch Coaching and holds a master's degree in organizational psychology and development from Walden University. She specializes in life, career, and relationship coaching and is also a certified peer coach working with an online university as an academic advisor and success coach. Dana has spent over a 1,000 hours speaking and coaching hundreds of people as a solution-focused life coach who provides support and practical feedback. Dana helps clients achieve personal growth by integrating tailored coaching techniques, which is important for a lot of people. This allows individuals to get in touch with their true self. Dana, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you on. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. How have things been going? Well, what are the, some of the things you've been uh, experiencing lately? Things have been going really well. My business is growing, and recently I've been invited to participate in a number of things, like some books and magazines and your radio show. So it's been pretty fantastic. Well, that's a good way to grow, since you're being invited to all those. I hope the exposure works out well for you. Well, thank you. Well, let's start off by dealing with something which I believe is one of the most important reasons to have a coach like yourself on my side, and that is negative self-talk. What have been your experiences dealing with negative self-talk, and how do you believe this is manifested within your coaching clients? Well, sometimes we all have negative self-talk, and that is simply not true. And there are going to be times when you second-guess yourself or put yourself down, but it's so important to always believe in yourself and your instincts. Your thoughts, you know, are basically very powerful, and when you think positive thoughts, you start attracting more of those thoughts, and these thoughts are really good for you. However, if you if you think about negative thoughts most of the time, then you're going to attract negativity in your life, and those thoughts are very harmful over time. So clients, you know, they, they manifest these thoughts and beliefs about themselves, and the key to change your belief system um, you basically need to make the necessary changes in your support system or your belief system or, you know, just getting in, in touch with your true self. And by doing that, you can change your story and move forward into the next chapter in your life. So how does an inward negative attitude relate to uh, someone or a client's life story? Well, first off, stories are part of all of us. They're in our past present, and future. So everyone has a different perception of their stories. You know, like two people may share the, the same exact event, um, but they may have a different story. So some people will let their stories define them. Others say their stories will are what made them who they are today. Um, and then you have people that get stuck in their stories. Um, basically, your mind can play things, you know, play things over and over like a broken record, um, the good stories, like I said, are um, not harmful, but the bad stories do need to be stopped. And that's where the negative self-talk comes in. And it can be a vicious cycle. So, you know, if you learn to change 
their stories, if they learn to change their stories, they can change their life. So how do you go about helping clients change their stories as well as their attitudes? Well, I have them think about their stories or a significant, a significant story that happened or a story that they want to have happen to them. So first I'll ask some basic questions. For example, I'll ask how their story impacted them or how they would like that story to impact them in the future. I will have them name a few things that stand out about their story. And then I will ask about their body, mind, and spirit and if they feel incongruent with their actions in their story. And then I see if their alignment is needing more balance. Um, this will help me determine if they are in touch with their true self, their story, and identify the areas that they need to work on first. And what are some of the things you, someone might experience after he or she becomes aware of uh, their true story? Well, I will determine if their stories have caused them more pain or pleasure throughout their life. For example, I will ask them when they tell their story or when they think about it, do they focus on the story that caused the most pain? Um, do they change or do they benefit from that story or do they want to change? Is the story true or is it all in their mind? Um, so for them to discover their true self, they must be real with themselves, which is something Dr. Phil would say. I um, I have some hard questions such as, like, are you the victim or the victor in the story? And stories, they can be painful, but I have them think about something good that came from that story. Like, what did they learn from it? Maybe someday they'll laugh about this story, um, and it might not be as painful as it used to be, but it could be even the best thing that's ever happened to them. So have you experienced people getting stuck in the story? What does that really entail if they do? Well, the results vary with certain clients, and, you know, some of them, um, you know, they become stuck in their story. I'll tell them to write down something that, you know, good that came from that story. Um, like I said, there's always something good that comes out of something bad, and some might disagree with that, but... If you really think about it, I'm sure you will find something good. You know, it's really hard not to. Um, and if the client finds something good about their story, I will have them repeat it a few times. Then, you know, I will tell them if they start to think of those negative thoughts again to remember what we talked about. Um, we are changing their story from a negative to a positive, which will change their life. And as I said, you change your story, you change your life. However... Um, if the client is still focusing on only the negative things, then I always recommend a gratitude journal. And there have been studies on people that have done these journals, and and um, the ones that have used these gratitude journals ended up becoming significantly happier. So if it changes their thought process, and I don't know if you've tried it, but I would highly recommend it if you haven't. Basically, you can just find a notepad or use your Word document write down three to five positive things a week. And when I first started doing the gratitude journal, which was years ago, it was a stretch for me. I won't lie. I started off saying things like, well, the sun's outside. Uh, someone held the door open for me. Well, gee, someone smiled at me today, and someone complimented my outfit. But then, you know, my gratitude became very authentic. 
And now I think about how grateful I am on a daily basis, so it comes really natural now. So let's talk about the environment and how it plays uh, as a factor. Have you experienced a client's environment related to their attitude? How have you experienced that? Absolutely. Yeah, going back to the broken record analogy, sometimes people will play the good and bad memories over and over. And then your mind starts to believe your thoughts, and your thoughts become your words, and your words become your actions. And your actions are used every day in your environment. And when we can all feed off each other's emotions, then that's sometimes good and that's sometimes bad. So I use the, the term emotional contagion very frequently when I talk to people. And sometimes um, what that means is, like, sometimes when we see someone laugh or cry or frustrated or angry, you can sometimes start to mimic those behaviors yourself. And when you see someone else doing that, it could be in person, it could be on, on TV or in the movies or at work. It's emotional contagion. You know, emotions are contagious. Think about, you know, a time when you saw someone cry. Um, did you start to cry or get emotional? And when, when someone laughs, you start to laugh. And if you are conscious of these actions, you'll start to get in touch with yourself because you are now aware of your actions and feelings. You are also aware of the actions of others and how they can affect you and how you can affect them in their environment. So for this specific type of coaching that you do, what is the, the kind of coaching model that you use and how does it play a role in, in helping your clients? Well, that's a good question. Um, I actually recently came up with a coaching model that addresses the past, present, and the future. Um, so basically, I will ask the clients what they learned from the past, what they would change if they could, what they fear, and how they have inner strength to deal with something difficult. As a coach, I can determine if the client is up in their story and help them shift their thinking to the forward. And then the present focuses on the client's current reality, what is helping or hurting them most, what thoughts run through their mind all the time, and what they feel is limiting them from accomplishing their goals. So the present will help me determine their current situation, what is working for them, what thoughts they think about the most, and what they feel is limiting them from achieving their goals. And lastly, their future helps them think about their deepest desires, their expectations, and action plans, and what their future would look like. I will have them paint a picture of what that future looks like so that I can start attracting more of what they want. The future is very important for clients to reach their goals and to have an action plan of how to get there because the purpose of the exercise for my clients is to realize what they may be holding onto from the past in order to move forward. So they need to understand where they are now and what is preventing them from doing those things they want to do. And they will provide them with a real, you know, this will provide them with a realistic look about, you know, allowing them to use those areas, you know, use those, um, being realistic and having that realistic outlook. Uh, so, do you see how those thought processes can make the world of difference in the outcome of your past, present, and future? So it sounds very thorough uh, what you're doing, and it sounds like the process itself uh, can bring about a lot of positive uh, responses. But I just want to be clear with our community that this is not therapy that you're, you're providing. You're providing coaching. Can you please explain uh, the difference between coaching and therapy? Yes, yeah, Absolutely. 
um, life coaching, you know, I, I can provide that, and that it can be therapeutic, but it's not therapy, like you said. And coaching is distinct from traditional therapy because it's not designed to address psychological issues. And while emotional issues may arise, you know, the primary focus of life coaching is to help you identify your goals and to achieve them and to develop constructive habits and skills. So there is really little emphasis placed on the past with coaching, but instead it really focuses on creating what you want now and in the future. So let's talk about the the contagion itself, the the negative aspect. And helping people with a negative attitude has to have some sort of impact on yourself. How are you uh, able to maintain a positive outlook when working with negativity? Well, I consider having myself an attitude of gratitude. So every day I post something motivational on Twitter and Facebook. And my goal is to let people know that I'm there trying to help and encourage them And I have a really, you know, I have a lot of good positive feedback from those who like my page. Um, So I'm very grateful for everything I have. You know, I wasn't always like this. I mean, I definitely grew up with my share of problems. But I think what saved me was going to, like, a non-denominational church at a very young age. Um, The church was more spiritual than religious, and they were, like, family to us. So I got really involved, and when I was a teenager, And I went through these rallies. I became president of my youth group. And I learned early on about manifesting my own dreams, the laws of attraction and vision boards. So I'm also a really big fan of The Secret. And, um, you know, I think that's where my my attitude, you know, my positive outlook comes from. So primarily what you're trying to do or what you are succeeding in doing is you're surrounding yourself with positive people, which helps you out in the long run. Is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. So what would you say are the the three biggest changes your clients have experienced uh, after working with you? Uh, That's a good question. My clients usually come to me pretty confused about what they want or feel, you know, overwhelmed and are not sure what to focus on. And so when I'm helping them by using my coaching tools and assessments and potent questions, after the session I would probably say that the changes that I see most in my clients are like motivation, excitement, feeling encouraged, refreshed, lighthearted, and most importantly, they start believing in themselves and their dreams again. So that's where, you know, I feel like I make the the biggest difference. And, um, you know, they always leave the session with an action plan. I always make sure that they um, have a few things to work on before the next session. So it's nice to hear that change in my client's voice from the start of the session to the end of the session. You can always tell a huge difference. So you're basically helping your clients develop a plan uh, to live their life itself. It's not that they just come down, you have a small talk or a conversation, and then they go about their day probably relapsing. But you give them a decisive plan to help them maintain their course. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So when would someone decide they need a, a coach such as yourself? Um, more often than not, I would say people try, you know, to achieve achieve their uh, greatest potential, but they don't realize um, what stands in their way. So a coach like myself can offer an unbiased and objective perspective um, that can help you realize your patterns and habits. Most people experience that they are most efficient when working with a life coach that has, you know, that provides an opportunity for them to better realize their potential. 
And as a life coach, you know, I feel like I can make the client's dreams attainable and will give them the, the support and the encouragement along the way. So what are some of the things they can expect from experience uh, from a coaching session? Say I give you a call and I'm stuck. I'm trying to run a business or I'm just stuck in life. And, you know, sometimes they collide. Business and personal life collide. So what is it that I would be expecting from speaking with you or a session from with you? Mm-hmm. That's another great question. So each session is tailored to the client. And, you know, it will vary based on the individual needs, to be honest. And in the beginning, basically, I will discuss with the client, um, you know, to make sure that they are committed to accomplishing, working, you know, our work together. And we will begin to create that plan, like we were talking about, to achieve their goal. Um, periodically, like I said before, I will give assignments to help direct their progress, and we will work together to acknowledge obstacles and explore alternate uh, perspectives and, you know, and then I also help celebrate their successes because their success is my success. Um, so with the, you know, conclusion of each session, we will revisit the client's goals and evaluate the steps that are needed to achieve these results. But the purpose of life coaching is to help the clients out professionally and to make their current job more gratifying or to gain a better focus on managing their work. And if the client's reasons are for personal, you know, then I can help improve their relationships or resolve ongoing negative behaviors or improve overall health and growth or spirituality. So the idea is to live a more balanced and enhanced life and to make their dreams come true. So then let's go back a little bit to negative behaviors because we as human beings, we love the path of least resistance and negative behaviors are, in my opinion, are a massive path of least resistance. So have you been able to group types of negative behaviors uh, you've identified with your clients? Yes. You know, I would probably say as an example, um, when, as an advisor and a success coach, I work with a lot of students who need a lot of motivation and, and self-confidence and need to believe in themselves. Um, they often self-sabotage themselves, and what I mean by that is that they may miss a week or two of school due to unforeseen circumstances. You know, there may be a death in the family, there may be a house fire, there may be, you know, something very tragic, or there could be the storms, you know, that Mother Nature takes control of. Um, and then they start to feel like they're too far behind and get overwhelmed, so then they just stop going to school. Um, I tell them, you know, they can make up the work. They can still pass their classes, you know, because if it's true, that's that's what I'm going to tell them. Um, they just need to be encouraged and gain that self-confidence back. And sometimes, you know, the students or the clients, they're just not motivated. But when you point out all those positive things that they realize, they realize that those negative thoughts are getting in the way of, you know, what they really want to accomplish. And I, I'm there to remind them why they're going to school, what their dreams are about, um, you know, are, are they getting a business degree? Why? What do you want to do with that? You know, so I kind of make sure that they realize again what they were starting this whole journey for. Um, once the student realizes that they're not being very truthful with themselves, then they're able to move forward. And it's amazing, you know, when the students give me the credit, but I'm like, I tell them, you know what, you did the work. I'm just giving you a nudge, you know, to move along the way. 
So what's next for you? What do you, where do you see yourself? What is it that you, you want to do with your, your coaching? Um, well, you know, I'm really excited to share with you um, my new co-creation. I'm writing a chapter of my collaborative book project called Transform Your Life, which will feature experts offering tools to inspire transformation in the reader's lives. And at the same time, the book will feature authors who have to overcome tremendous obstacles, and through them, they find the meaning and the purpose to not only transform their lives, but to transform the lives of others. So the reason I'm excited about this project is because I know long-term impact that this book will have on those who read it, and anyone can benefit from this book. So, you know, if you're ready to transform your life and get in touch with your true self, you can definitely pre-order the book and get, you know, a great discount um, before, you know, they are at the stores. So when is, when is the book supposed to come out? Uh, it's supposed to come out in August, approximately. I'm not sure if it's in the beginning. I think they said the beginning. But, um, but yeah, they can check it out if they want to. It's on transformationtackpublishing.com uh, slash book transform your life. They could probably just type in transformation publishing and find it that way too. And then if they want to use that, that coupon code, um, that would be, they can use Dana20. D-A-N-A 20 altogether. Okay, I'll make sure we have that on the uh, show notes for everybody to take advantage of that. And right. how, how can people reach you? What are some of the ways online people can reach you? Well, they can give me a call. Um, my number is 623-329-5666. They can also check out my website at www.intouchcoachingllc.com or they can email me at dana.houk, which is H-O-U-K, at intouchcoachingllc.com. And if they go to my website, they can reach me by con- using the contact tab on my website, um, they can also look for me on Facebook, which is facebook.com, uh, in touch coaching LLC. And they can also reach me on Twitter. Um, pretty much the same way. It's just a little bit different with the in touch coaching. Somebody else had the name. So the only thing that's different at the end is it's not an I, it's an L-N-G. So instead of I-N-G, it's L-N-G. Right, and we'll have all that information on the show notes. Uh, so do you do, uh, what type of coaching do you do as when it comes down to the clients and meeting them? Do you do just phone or do you do one-on-one or group sessions? Um, well, I do mostly by phone, and if they want to, we can do a Skype session. Uh, if it's a one-on-one, you know, then they do, they do need to make that a special request. Um, and then, of course, it's, meeting somewhere that the client feels comfortable with. You know, they have to feel like that's a good space for them. And, you know, in public it's a little bit harder because then they're a little bit more distracted, so that's why I prefer to do it in a private place like their own home. And, you know, then they can be surrounded by their own things and be really in touch with themselves. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the best way to probably do it. But, you know, um, I'm open to, you know, suggestions if they if they need something special, you know, I'll try to accommodate them. Right. So once you talk to them, you'll know exactly how you, they'll be able to, to work with you. So, Dana, before we let you go, I'd just like to ask you one final question, and that is for our community, what is the one thing you can share with our community 
that they can do right now that will make a big change in how they feel? Well, as I mentioned before, they could do the gratitude journal for one week. Uh, I would suggest they try that. Um, and then, you know, they can see a big difference in a week and just kind of write down two, two to three things or maybe five things if they're really feeling, you know, like they can find them in their day. Um, the other thing is they can try the, the past, present, and future model that I was talking about. So if they want to do that, um, on their own, then they can just start off by looking at their past. They need to ask themselves what was in their past and what they know now. Um, they need to go to the present time and ask themselves what is their current reality. And lastly, they need to look into the future of what their deepest desire is and what they would like to expect. They need to ask themselves what will be. So I would recommend writing everything down so that they can see those answers very clearly, and then they will be able to paint that positive picture for themselves and attract that in their vision. Um, now, clients, you know, I have to remind them that all the answers are inside of them. I'm just here to ask them the hard questions. Everyone has the ability to change if they want to, but they do have to be ready. And that's going to do it for this edition. Dana, we'd like to thank you for being on the show. We look forward to having you on again. Well, thank you. I'd love to. And we would like to thank everyone in our community for listening, and we look forward to having you download us again.